When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Yeah, welcome back to the next episode of Talk Scary to Me. Talk Scary to Me. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that first um, podcast. Got to know a lot about us ladies. Yeah, did you guys figure out that scary, scary um Scary sound. <laughs> Did I don't anybody know what hear that it? Was y'all? Okay. I've had a ghost follow me from all. It's been in all of my houses. Oh, that is crazy. Every single one. So now I've I've had to wait to hear this story. I would like to know what is in this house that I that you bring me to. <laughs> okay, so okay now nobody knows this. Like I actually got to make sure my mom doesn't see this because she'll probably be freaked out. Um, oh, no. But so my sister so. We moved into the house in uh-huh. summer, like two years ago, right? We did a we were doing a lottery modeling, uh, and I was in Scotland filming a movie, and I had put a bunch of stuff that we were selling from, like we just ripped everything out. And we were just selling it on Facebook Marketplace. So, okay. someone contacted me when I was there saying, "Yes, I love." It was like the vanity in like my bathroom down here, or something oh, okay. that just didn't go with my style. So I was putting in a new, a new, more contemporary vanity. So she's like, "Yes, I love it." Da, da, da. What you know, you don't they don't know where you live when you put stuff on Facebook. So I was like, "Oh, you know, here's the you know." She's like, "I wanted to come see it." So I messaged my husband and said, she's going to come see it. If you want to contact her, you know, give her the address, whatever. So he gives her the address and she's, I see their messaging because I'm in the group message and she's like, oh my God, I used to live, shut up. I used to live two doors down from you when I was married. I used to live like, oh my God, you're in, I won't say the name of the people that lived in this house, but everybody always referred to the people that lived in my house by their last names. But there was another couple in between those people and us, but nobody ever talked about the people in between. It was always like, Oh, you know, the Smiths, let's just call them the Smiths. Yeah. Um, oh, you're in the Smiths house. You're in the Smiths house. And I was I was like, God, the Smiths. Everybody loves like, the loves, Smiths. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about the Smiths, but they don't talk about, you know, the the ones in between them. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> so she comes, she looks at the vanity and she she buys it and she says to my husband something. I wasn't here. This is just third. I'm here. It's like telephone almost. Okay. She says something like, oh, you know, it's awful what happened in that house. And my husband's like, what? What happened in the house? She's like, oh, oh, you didn't hear? He's like, no, I didn't hear anything. What are you talking about? Apparently, Mrs. Smith and Mr. Smith got into a fight. 
Okay. Or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I run, and I'll tell you when this happened after I tell you the story, which I just found that out like a few weeks ago. Um, and I don't know if Mrs. Smith was drunk or on drugs or was an accident or it was not an accident, but she fell off the balcony out of my bedroom. No. And died in my driveway. <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> this yeah. one over here? Uh-huh. <gasps> Um, so they said she died on the way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. No one's really given me like the exact story. Um, but. And he wasn't charged anything? Like, no, it was- completely. She had alcohol in her, in her system, I guess. And he wasn't, uh, he was found at no fault. Like, I guess she had t- two young children. Uh, and he was supposedly with, from what I've heard, he was with them. And they got into a fight. She went upstairs and she fell. Oh, off of no. the balcony, supposedly, but people thought that maybe he she, pushed her yeah. or something else. Um, so anyway, um, the the creepy thing and for me was that she was my age. Wow. So she was 43, which is I, – I expected her to be like much older, older. for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's what I pictured. I pictured like some older. drunk, you know, yeah. woman in her like late 50s that's yeah, like fighting, so you know, young. with like teenage kids. She was young. She had young sons. Whoa. And um, really, yeah, so weird. Um, because when I, when we bought the house, I always felt like there was something kind of odd. The, my house has like they, they they rebuilt like above my garage and stuff, so there were some things that had been changed. Um, nothing was changed after the Smiths were here. Yeah. Um, but but and they still, you know, he, the husband and kids still lived in the house for I think three or four years after it had happened. Wow. So it wasn't like. Something where they felt like they, you know, it wasn't, it didn't feel like anything bad, I guess. So I don't ever feel anything bad in Mm -hmm. here. Sometimes I'll lay in my bed and like look out the, you know, look out the door and think like, how is that possible that she could have, unless she was climbing up on something because the banister's high. So, you know, maybe that she was trying to water something. Um, But anyway, um, it had happened. So my neighbors came over a couple weeks ago during quarantine and they'd never, they hadn't been in our house because we'd moved in and then there was quarantine. So they came over and we were, we were talking and um, I guess the wife of my neighbor used to play tennis with Mrs. Smith. Wow. And um, she was just seeing how lovely she was. And, you know, it was just tragic because it happened. They went to a Halloween party and it happened on Halloween Eve. No, it did not. Yes, it did. <gasps> oh my god. There's no way that this woman just like fell. There there's no way. What do you think? Um, I think maybe what they were What does that woman think? She doesn't know. She has no like she I think I my gut tells me that she was probably drunk. And they were fighting, and maybe she, like... What makes you, like, climb on a banister? It's just not the way you kill yourself. No. So, I mean, maybe... There were there used to be... There was... there. Uh, you can see there used to be plants and stuff up there, and there were chairs out there that I actually got rid of pretty quickly after I found out that had been here from, from then. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that still stayed in the house after they had moved out, and the, the owner before us just kept in the house. It's, like, weird. But yeah. once I found out that she, that she had died here... Um, I felt a sense of peace, like almost like she was happy that I was taking care of her home and like raising my babies here and Mm. we were happy and things were good. So um, I definitely felt like, okay, she's cool with me being here. Like I'm cool. She'll make sure everything is like all right. So, but when I hear stuff, I definitely think like, you know, 
she's she's kind of visiting and, wow. and checking stuff out. And when I remove things, because there were a lot of kitschy things in my house that aren't really my style, mm-hmm. um, like our fireplace had these uh, like black wrought iron um, cats. Oh, strange! With like uh, glowing eyes, like as where you where whatever you hold wherever the wood. I don't know what yeah. it's called. Um, and I was like, oh, that's got to go. And then I hadn't got rid of it until after. Then I found out about her, and then I I removed it with like. I'm sorry, I'm respecting your stuff, mm-hmm. but this just doesn't really fit with me, so I'm just going to put it over here. You oh, know, like I wanted to make you. sure, yeah, like, she's like, I wasn't, like, you. throwing her <laughs> shit out. Getting you rid of my cats, bitch? Getting you rid of my cats? Yes. So, um, so no one knows that only my my sister and my wow. husband knew, and they didn't tell me until months later, because my David thought I was going to want to move. Yeah. So he was like, I'm not telling her because if she wants to move, this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. I just wouldn't. So we went to dinner with like TGI Fridays and I could tell he had something on his mind. And again, it was like months after we'd moved in. He's like, um, so I have something to tell you. And I was like, what? He's like, so, um, so our house. And I was like, what happened in our house? Oh no. He's like, well, I was like, did someone die in our house? Did someone murdered in our house? (laughs) And he was like, not exactly. I was like, did someone drown in the pool? Because if someone drowned in the pool, I, then I probably would prob- would want to leave. Yeah, you'd have to leave. Because um, it would be, it would feel like it would be um, uh, tragic. Yeah. Like, even though that yeah. was tragic, that seemed to be quick for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so Mrs. Smith. Do you think it made you feel better that it was a female than like a man, than a man dying in your home? Well, a man. Uh, my first house I had on my own. There was a, a the man had died there. So, okay. um, and I always felt like he was hanging out. Like he built the house mm-hmm. and raised his whole family there. And he died in like mm-hmm. his late eighties. Okay. So I always felt, but like my fan would turn on in the middle of the night, and my light, like random things would happen. Mm-hmm. The music mm-hmm. would turn up full blast in my living room, like weird yeah. things. But I always felt like, oh, this is cute. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't really bother me. Okay. Um, after my friend Jonathan died, uh, weird shit started happening in my rental house that I was in. That would, like, I sat in my living room one time and watched with people and watched the door handle turn and the door close and unturn and nobody was in there. Oh, that's strange. I've never, I mean, I, you know, I, you know me, I grew up in the mortuary yes. world and I've, I've. For those of you that don't know. Oh, yes. Mortuary living over here. My girl in the flesh. Um, That's crazy. But I've I've had my one crazy thing was, you know, as a kid being in that environment, I didn't really have too many friends. So I had a lot of imaginary friends. Dead people? Yes. Well, you know, I, I mean, at that time, you don't really register right. that. But I remember... Um, I had this one particular like little girl that I would talk to all the time. And I guess my dad asked me, like this is when I was really young. So it's like before like I knew like how to spell my name correctly, mm-hmm. like, you know. And um, my middle name is Star. And so, you know, my dad just thought, oh, I named her Star. And he was like, well, what does she look like? And I like described what she looked like to my dad. And my dad like went pale. Oh, God. And my dad was like, can I, can I show you a picture? And... He showed me a picture, and I was like, oh, that's Star. And it was someone that he had. And it was who he named me after. Oh, he had, shit. He had buried a little girl, like, two or three years prior, I guess, that he knew. Yeah, and her name was Star. And, and he told me that when I was in my adult years, and I was like, what? Oh, my God. I was like, that is crazy. I was like, I was just fucking we hanging just- out with, like... <laughs> we were just chilling. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my Are god. Are you kidding me? Oh. Like serious like anime horror bullshit here? Oh. Yeah, that was nuts. Oh my god. But I like I've never really never had weird things happen in your house even though you grew up with a bunch of spirits no. essentially. No. Uh, well, like like I'll, I'll get from time to time, but I think like people like put it down to like a paralysis kind of thing that you you have like yeah. in bed. Like yeah. I'll, I'll there was one time that I my roommate I, she told me she was like she had like a bad thing like follow her Uh-oh. like a bad thing and I didn't know that moving in with her and like Uh-oh. apparently a lot of fucking weird shit would happen to her and I remember I slept in her bed um, when she was gone because I was watching um, her dog and literally it felt like somebody was crawling on top of me and the weight. Oh it felt like God. a big man oh, was God. getting on top of me and pushing me deeper and deeper in to the bed. And I remember I was very calm. I didn't panic. And I just kind of like kept saying in my head, like, I know that this is happening. It's going to be okay. I'm just going to go to sleep now. And I just like you to like stop. Mm. And I fell asleep eventually. And then it was done. But So this was happening when you were awake. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, but you know, you can't do anything. You just gotta like not just panic. Write it out. Oh yeah, my God. Like, okay. Okay. This is happening. Like it's not gonna kill you. No. You have to know it's not gonna no. kill you. No. Yeah. But that was like the only thing. Um, but I'm like all about ghosts and ghost stories and all of that. Ooh, and, send like, in your ghost stories, people. Oh my God, yes. I want to hear all of this stuff. I know. It's like like reading my dad's case files is like oh, my my yes. favorite thing. I was like, why, who, what, when. Oh I need God. to know. Oh, I had this book. Um, oh, God. I would read that in oh, a heartbeat. Well, you know, it, it was uh, crazy things happening. But my dad died in a, in an, uh, we'll get to that in another podcast, in mm-hmm. an interesting, odd, um, confusing sort of way. Mm. And uh, the coroner wrote a book. I, I wasn't sure if it was a murder or accident with my dad. So um, the, the coroner, I guess, was like the, the head of... The head corner in yeah. New York City at the time wrote a book that I found on eBay about 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 it, it's called like suicide or murder, and it's all of his cases and like whoa, w- what is it? You should. Send, and I was hoping to see if like oh, you should. He was send in there. My or something. dad, like your your cases, your case of your dad, and get his opinion. I mean, he did that for years. Well, there's no, um, everything's gone. Yeah. Like oh, there's okay. no, I've been trying to get copies of stuff and proof of stuff. And that's oh, the darn. problem is that it doesn't exist. Hmm. So I don't know if he's in like I've never witness known protection that story or, or anything. It's, it's something that I haven't really talked about much. Oh, okay. So, but it'll be an, in, it, not because there's a reason yeah, for it, it's just like but it's, that. the story is so intricate and so interesting that we'll, we'll have to cover that like mm-hmm. true life crime stuff. Yeah. That's probably why I'm fascinated with all that stuff. Oh yeah. That's probably why I wanted to be, if I was not an actor, I'd be a homicide detective. Same here. That's so weird. That's so weird. We should start looking into like, in, we should start oh, doing this. all the podcasts I listen to. Me too. Are, oh my God, Danielle, can we add this? Okay, yes. so it's going to be sex, love, horror, and, and real, crime, true crime investigation. Yes, true crime. I'm oh, obsessed. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, cool. We should Dateline's have, my favorite show. Oh my God, we should have a case of every week that we kind of like just our own input right. on it. Oh, I love this. All right, done. Cool. Done so welcome done. to our uh, talk Hi guys, scary to welcome me. Welcome back. <laughs> um let's let's mix it up a little bit. Um oh. so I I want to let's get to so love and sex seems to go hand in hand. Yes. Right? Yes. Um so this is a really cool question I got. I don't know if I should read his name because maybe he'll be embarrassed, but I'm going to go ahead and say the question and then if it's cool I'll just, you know. Yeah. How do I There we go. Okay, so his name's Frank. We'll leave it at that. Frank. 
Frank says, my biggest fantasy is seeing my wife with another person, guy or girl. It's because I'm the only person that she's ever been with. And because of that, she's not experienced a lot. I'm basically giving her a hall pass, but she's a big believer in monogamy. I've asked and I've asked and it's always a no, but I feel like we need to spice things up. She's not into toys either. I've tried that too. I'm confident enough to know it wouldn't affect our marriage negatively. Mm. How would I coax her, coax, I hate that word, coax her into the idea? Or is it even possible? Or will it forever be only fantasy? What do you think? Damn, that's hard. I mean, that's very, very hard. I mean, well, okay, this is what I do. I put myself in her shoes. Mm -hmm. If that's my belief, if, if... if my boyfriend came to me and was like, my fantasy is seeing you with someone else, but I'm like, I'm like I said before in the one, podcast before, yeah. I'm one person. Yeah. I, I would feel like I was cheating. Right. Even right. if he gave yeah, me, me like consent. Yeah. I don't think I would, A, I wouldn't enjoy it. Right. So what's the fun in watching me not enjoy it? Right. And he's not, he's seeing it's not for his pleasure. It's, it's for, yeah. It's, well, isn't, I mean, it kind of sounds like that's what he was saying, right? Yeah. Like it's for her he thinks that she well it's his biggest fantasy yeah it seems like it's something that he wants to see he wants to see her i think i think that's when you just kind of he's saying it's because she's inexperienced that can't be why no there's an underlining it's like there's an there has to be an underlining that can't be it i mean you don't want to give yeah your person more experience with somebody else somebody else (laughs) then give your partner experience I then always like, work, yeah. Then work, I mean, but he Do also it. said that she doesn't want toys. She, she doesn't, doesn't want, want anything. Else. He just, he really just wants her to open up. Are they up. married or are they not Sound, married? He says, my wife. My wife. Oh, that's, that's, see, that's something that, okay, guys, we've got one life. I don't know yeah. how to like say that. So like we one life and yeah. it goes by really quickly. I feel like before you commit with someone, yeah, you experience to, stuff. Please. Yeah, experience stuff, and you need and it's your experience with your partner because you're mm-hmm. going to grow and change, and things are going to happen. Yeah, how what what would you do if you put yourself in her shoes? Well, I, or his. I mean, I would be worried. I always worry bringing another person into a relationship that that person you're they're going to fall in love with that person. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens if he like brings another man in and she's like, oh my god, I can't stop thinking about that man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you ruin your marriage. Yeah. Um, but he must feel like she's not satisfied. That just seems like what it is. There's something that, that isn't satisfying her or he thinks would be and could be better. And he wants her to sort of break free from that. I mean, I guess I would say, um, you know, I've been to swingers clubs, um, and because I am a total, uh, voyeur. I love, I'm all about watching other people, mm-hmm. not, not necessarily having them watch me. So maybe that would be something that they could do was, would be just to, ex- I mean, I can't imagine she doesn't want to use toys for going to watch no, other people to watch fuck. Somebody have sex. There's no way. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if that would be okay. Uh, she should, um, they, he should take her to her Burning her to the Man. Fire Man. Literally. <laughs> just, just take her to Burning Man. It's yeah. like there everywhere. And yeah, just do just, it. Just, he just has to get her to be more, a little more comfortable more open, with herself, more comfortable. maybe. I mean, but she should be willing to try yes. some stuff. Yes. Like, you always have, you have to have an open mind, and you have to, like, 
you know, you have to I mean, unless something happened. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's, oh, maybe if she there's, was raped or something. Yeah, something might have happened that could, that could, I, then I'm, listen, I'm no, we're no psychiatrists or psychologists yeah. people. We're just giving you our general advice. We're two regular girls. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, take it or leave it. Don't, uh, uh, don't, don't like listen to us a hundred percent. Yes. Uh, but we're just giving you our advice. Um, I don't oh. know. That's a really tricky one, right? That is a tricky one. I feel like just being open and honest and you have to respect your partner, whether she says no or yes. Yeah, think of something else that would be your fantasy. Is it his fantasy because she won't do it? You know, I wonder if there's a little bit of like, I don't know. Is there something else that could suffice? Like maybe you guys watching porn yeah, while watch you porn guys together. were doing it? I mean, like something like that. Maybe that might be a little bit more comfortable for her. Um, yeah, I wonder if she wa- if they watch porn together and she could openly fantasize about another man while they're together. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. God, yeah, that's that's very difficult. Um, but yeah, I, I think the only way that you you just have to you have to respect your partner, yeah, and the decision that they they want. That's not something that just to try to see if no. it works. You don't you don't just try that. Start baby steps, guys. Yeah, baby steps. Well, think of another like fantasy. They did. They're like sex, sex toys. Okay, no. Something. Okay, no. well now I'm just gonna drunk like full speed ahead here. <laughs> I mean, maybe she'll maybe she can kiss somebody. Maybe would it's you want a hall pass in that. your relationship? No, hell no. Yeah, same. No, no way. No, thank you. No way. And I don't. I would never give a hall I pass. I would be so weirded out. Yeah, no. So weirded out. I'm uninterested. Yeah, no, thank nope, you. Nope, I am a one person person yeah that's good that was a good question that's a really good one yeah right? oh, i hope you figure it out i yeah. really do just be open and honest and hopefully she's able to try other let little us know things. what happens yeah i want to know maybe try the porn thing yeah i would i doubt you know what else is really good too um i love erotic novels have you ever read um, i do ann rice's uh sleeping beauty trilogy no i haven't it's so good. Really? I like so comic good. comic books. Oh, shit. Oh, this is very different <laughs> from that. cool. <laughs> it's like the capture, the torture, and the release. Or I think oh. it are like the three different ones. Okay. But reading them out loud with your partner. Really? Or something, because there's got to be, yeah. Those are, that's a nice, like. Oh, cool. Interesting, you know, sort of thing. Oh, nice. Um, okay, what's your question? Oh, yes. What Let's do you see have? here? What do I have here? Do we want to stick on the love train or do we want to? Yeah, let's stick on the love train here. Um, so this is a little bit more, um, this is from Love Lib. Uh, how to get over a heartbreak and disappointment from someone you loved and trusted. Hmm. You know, it, it depends on like the age that you, you kill are. them. Yeah. No. <laughs> you murder them. <laughs> then so you they don't have to worry about it. anybody again. <laughs> do what we do in our movies. That's Just right. kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, well, is heartbreak easy for you? Um, I've had really amicable breakups. Okay. I've had no like tortured, oh my God, mm. I miss that person. I can never talk to them again. I've, it's when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Um, and they're usually You're done Gemini. too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and usually it's like, it takes a long time to, to be done, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. I'm still interested in pieces or I understand why someone does something and I give them time yeah. to kind of figure it out. But, but I mean like my breakup before I, I got married, um, was I, I, we like literally sat down we're like at two o'clock today after breakfast, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk. And we went to breakfast and we sat down at two o'clock and we had a conversation. I was like, this isn't working. He's like, it's not working. It was five years. Wow. And, uh, and he said to me, uh, if you want, I'll never forget it. He said, if you want security and stability, I'm the wrong guy. And I was like, wow. How very adult of you. 
Like, well, I was like, well, I'm not gonna have a baby and sleep on your friend's couch because you yeah. don't want to get a job because you're an actor. Like, yeah. because you don't want to go bartend. Like, I was selling shampoo. I had done our Halloween movie and then was working for a beauty distributing company where I was a shampoo rep. Really? I was going, oh yeah, girl. Oh, I was wow. like, I needed that three thousand dollars a month, you yeah. know, of of security because yeah. I didn't know when I was gonna, work, gonna work again. again. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me, I was like, I'm so grateful to have this. Yeah. Um. So I worked as a rep. I sold nail polish and filled orders at beauty supply stores, and wow. it was a little weird going in there like um are you are you just in a movie yeah it's <laughs> like i'm your moroccan oil rep <laughs> but i love products yeah. and i love like beauty things and i loved i mean i i i would love i loved like doing something that was different for me mm-hmm. so um yeah so he said that to me and i was like wow the fact it, what bothered me more was that he was okay with that mm-hmm. he was okay with there not being security and stability mm-hmm. it's like how is that cool with you you're yeah. older than me and I can't feel safe if I'm the only one that like picks up the slack, you know. Yeah. I fucking go bartend, like go go work at a. Who who are you to be too proud mm-hmm. to like not get a real job? I mean, you want to have a family and you don't want to get a job. Yeah. No way do I feel secure. Totally. So I was like, okay, cool, that's totally fine. I'm not cool with my kid sleeping on your friend's couch if we have a baby, like, and we lose our house. Yeah. Because once I'm pregnant and can't work, then who pays the bills? Exactly. If you don't want to. So I'm out. And it was like, cool. And he moved out. And I think we hung out maybe two more times after it. And he went and lived on his friend's couch. Get out. Yeah. So exactly. And then went to find another woman after that had was divorced and had money. And uh, she took Oy. care of him too. Oy. And it's just like, it's just a cyclical yeah, cycle. Crazy thing. I definitely, each and You've every. You've been broken hearted, right? Oh, fucking. You're broken hearted. I'm the broken hearted queen over here. Oh, huge. But I, I think like. I would, there was something, I actually, do you know SLA? I'm about bringing this up right now, guys. Yeah. Sex Love Anonymous. So I- I, uh, S-L-A-A. Yeah, sorry. Yes. So I went into that program. Me too. And yeah. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Hi. Yes, which I think it's an amazing, amazing- So SLA is Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. It's a 12-step program that's really quite wonderful. Um, And it's it's everything from sex addicts to sex anorexics to- uh, love addiction and it is a very very real real mm-hmm. thing and a difficult thing to conquer it is it, it definitely is but after after my uh my cycle of my relationships mm-hmm. and being broken hearted and them ending tragically and never communicating with that person mm-hmm. ever again um i was like hmm what's some uh what's some stuff in here that right. i need to take care of right. and figure out so I, I i did like three years great and i realized that i had never been single I yes. just went from relationship to relationship yeah. to relationship, and I was very codependent. Mm. Um, and so were the other people. Right. So it was just like two codependent people right. trying to make like a relationship work. Did you find yourself involved with other sex and love addicts? Or maybe they didn't know it? <sighs> yes, they didn't know it. Yeah. We all figured it out yeah, together. at some point, yeah. Yeah, it was so, so... And it isn't exciting for anyone that's like, oh, what's that? Is that a real thing? Like, it isn't like a bunch no. of people that just want to fuck all the time. Like, no. it's much more intense and, and serious than that. Yeah, it's, it, there, it, there come, it comes from a lot of trauma that you have to, like, you know, break down walls to discover and be actually, like, admit to yourself right that you are a little broken and right. that you need help and you you need to like do this to be the better version of you so that that love can yeah. come into your right. life if you if you don't like love yourself 
Right. No one's going to love you. I would change what I looked like, how I dressed, yeah, what I did, depending on the person. Dude. It was I, like cra- crazy. Yeah. I mean, and I then went after through my gothic like, phase because of my boyfriend. I got my first fucking massive tattoo on my side because of my boyfriend because he cheated on me with a tattooed girl. Oh. Like stupid, stupid, stupid stuff. Super oh. insecure when I was younger. Yeah. And I would never fucking change anything now. That's right. <laughs> Ever. You just are who you are. That's right. But you yeah. got to find someone that loves you for you. Totally. A hundred percent. Definitely so interesting. Don't I, I have this thing where I love people that are just authentic. I don't care how crazy, how fucked up, how who, what they look like, where they come from. Like, I just want them to be honest with mm-hmm. me about who they really are. When I ask somebody how they're doing and I, I hear bullshit, I'm not, I'm not interested. Yeah. So I find collecting all these people over the years of that are a bit broken or ha- but have really interesting stories mm-hmm. and are really real people. So I think that I wasn't looking for that when I was in my sex and love addiction. It yeah. was just like I was so in my head and becoming transforming into these different people and yeah, it was it was it's intense. It is so intense. It really is. But to answer your question, how to get over a, a heartbreak and disappointment. Kill them. I f- yeah, kill them first. Yes. If that doesn't work, that, yes. if they don't die, <laughs> I think do self, self-work on yourself. Yeah. And stay single for, if not how long you were with them, mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit longer. Because it takes yeah. a long time for you to get over them. So don't jump into something. Right. Like if you've been with them for a year, be single for a year and a half. Yeah, you can date yeah, and mess around and have mm-hmm. a good time. Just don't get into a relationship. Yes, and for these youngins, like se- seriously, guys, I, I know that it-, it seems like it's the end of the world and relationships are so important. If I could, I think Danielle could agree mm-hmm. with me, if I could tell myself anything is to not fucking get in a serious relationship in my 20s because the right person is going to be there when you're 30. Yeah, or, or 40. Or 40. You know, like just 20s, discover you, yourself, your body. And, and you'll know. You'll know when you meet your person. It's yeah. not It's not going to be hard. It's not going to be difficult. There isn't going to be drama. There isn't going to be back and forth, breakups and get back together. And uh, there's going to be stuff, but it's not going to be the way you think it is. That was like one thing that I, I thought what a relationship was because my first one was like breakup. Bad, right. destroy, break up. So like, if I didn't have that in my right. relationships, I was like, well, what's wrong? Why aren't we right. arguing? Why no, it's we good. Making fucking makeup sex. Right. I don't understand. Right, right. <laughs> then you're like, oh, because that's actually unhealthy. Yeah. Oh, duh. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so funny. That was such a good question. I, I love that. I'm, I'm a heartbreak person, so mm. I, I get it. Love, Lib, if you're going through that right now. Just do you, babe. Do you. Do you. Do you. All right. And just don't call them after. Like, don't pick. It's like smoking. It's like, yeah. You just give it up. You just have to give it up. I tell my one girlfriend, I'm like, delete their number. And, and you know, you'll, so you'll just hide. To. I'm just yes. like, just delete it. Yeah. You need to de- erase it. I know. And block it so it can't call you back. It's hard one. It's hard. It's, it's very really hard. hard. It's very hard. It is very hard. Just don't answer. <laughs> Don't answer the call. Yeah, that's it. It's like I said, it's like smoking. You just got it. You just have to cold turkey it and just be done. Yeah. Eventually, you'll forget. It'll go away. That's what I did with my my last relationship that I was in before the one that I'm in now. I was the one. I was never the one that would leave a relationship. And then this one, I left because I finally was like good working on myself good. and discovering you know my worth. Yeah. And, and I was kind of doing what you were doing. Right. I was like, I can't. Mm-mm. have a baby with you no i was like i can't i want to be a mom yeah. and like i can't get a house with you right. like this right. there, i can't have a future 
I can't be an adult with you. You marry who you date. Yes. They don't. They are not going to be different. So if it's not who you want to be with when you're dating, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be who you want to be with when you're married. Yeah, guys. And one life, y'all. One life. Okay, do you have the next question? Um, Yes. Here's one. That was a good one, though. That was good, right? Um, If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about any one thing about yourself, life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know and why? Oh, man. Oh, no. I See, I'm I'm that one that's like shaking the, the, the eight ball. Are you or you're not? <laughs> I'm, I am. Okay. I'm that one that's like, so tell me. <laughs> so tell me. <laughs> me too, girl. Me yeah. too. I'm like, just tell me my future. <laughs> am I going to be okay? <laughs> yes. Um, I think what I would want to know right now, the first yes. thing that came into my mind is when am I gonna have babies? Yes. Yes. Is literally like what like who is my my child gonna be? I guess I would wanna mm. know. Like who is my child gonna be? Like because I know I'm gonna have a baby. My my guy wants like two or three, and I'm like, one is coming out of this vagina. <laughs> I was like, you don't want to go through three times of that you with never me. Know. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I I guess I would wanna see like who they are as like an adult. I don't mm. know. Um, yeah, I'm just like I'm what in that the, time What right if now. the picture was different uh, than what you thought it would be? How would that change? What if you, what if it you were told you could not have kids? Yeah, see, I thought about that. I, would you want to know that, or would that break you now? I don't think it would. You know, I don't think it would break me because I I always wanted to adopt when I was okay. younger. That was like the one thing I would tell my mom, and she was thought that was very odd. Mm. She's like, I, I was like, I want to adopt. So I think I understood that at a young age. Right. So if I had to adopt, I think I would be fine. But not being able to have a baby would be very heartbreaking. Right. right. But at least I would have you right know, a of child. Course. Right. Right. And all right. of that. Um, what about you? Um, I think. I just thought I was thinking about this when I saw the question yesterday. Um, I think I would want to know when I was going to die. Really? Yeah. And how? No. No. Just when? Just when. Okay. So a woman read my palm the other at that con that oh, we were at. Oh, okay. And she like read my aura and she like told me a lot about like when I'm going to die and like all of that. What did she say? She, well, she was saying, she was saying, well, first of all, she was like, well, she, I do have a long life. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to make it until I'm pretty old. Okay. But she was also saying, I'm going to hit this serious illness that's going to take me down for a little bit. And there's three different options, three different pathways that I have, but all of them are, are long. Okay. But they're, it's all different from each other. Okay. And it was really strange. It was very, very strange. She also told me that my marriage is going to end during that time as well, but then I'm going to find my new love. Okay. It's like, what? Okay. It's like, no, don't tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) So I always tease my boyfriend now. I'm like, well, what are you going to fucking do? What are you going to (laughs) do? He's like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Oh my God. Wow. I don't, you would want to know. Well, I think, you know, I was thinking about it. If I knew, you know, in six months Mm -hmm. or in 30 years, like how would my, I feel like even if it was six months or 30 years, I would start to live my life differently, which is actually unfortunate 
because no, I should live it. You should just live no it. matter what, you know, which I am. What would you do differently that you're not doing now? Uh, well, that's 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 the question, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think just doing more of what I've already started to do. Okay, because I've had kids, like starting to be a kid and live my life and just do things that are fun and not be so focused on work or mm-hmm. relationships or or whatever serious stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely, uh, yeah, I kind of want to know, and I would just just get on, just get on with it a little bit quicker. Hmm. I would spend less time. That's why there's another question that was like, if you could have one hour of sleep and be fully refreshed, would you take it? Um, and exchange, I forget what the exact question was, but I thought, okay, well then what would I do? Like yeah. with all the other hours and 23 hours in the day, like what the no, fuck would I do? No, I love my eight hours. <laughs> it's great, right? And the, I, I, I'm excited when I get to go get to, to sleep. Oh, I get to go to bed. Oh, it's almost bedtime. But what, if, what if that feeling was you got that same thing and you only needed an hour? We only think we need eight hours or six hours or however long it is because we've, that's what we've always had. What if it really was only one hour and we spent the rest of the time? Would you? What would you get done? Like what would there? What would life be like with 23 hours in a day. I think exhausting. Exhausting. I think exhausting. What if it for wasn't me? exhausting? Oh, then yeah. Then that'd be great. So you're getting like two two things. Yeah. I mean, I think that'd be great. But what if, see, my thing is like, what if you found out that you were going to die soon? Jeez. Um, well, I. God. I mean, I guess you. There's, see, there's like. I always ever think about your funeral. No, I mean, well, I grew up in, right. like, you know, so I don't really think about it. And, and funeral was, like, the hard thing for me to watch because all the families, right. like, crying and bawling right, as right. a child at your your house. How was that energy in your house growing up? Like, oh. did it, did the energy, was the energy always so heavy? You no, know, my dad, I mean, morticians, they have, like, a, a knack for being, like, comedy, like, right. hey, guys. So, no, it was fucking crazy. <laughs> right, right. It was crazy happy, like dad stop fucking embarrassing me like all my guy friends would come to hang out with my dad okay yeah like it was like very but you know but you do see it you know like yeah you see the bodies and you see the families and all that stuff and what they have to go through and blah 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 do you want to be cremated or yes yeah no i do not want to be buried in the ground and in the middle of no hell no it's weird it's like put me in the fire like put me in the fire put me in the fire you know because i just want to be in the house I not. I want to be. I want. I want. I want somewhere like my kids can go. Oh, see, I have my grandma in my living room. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have all yeah. my dogs. They're. I think they're in that cabinet behind you. Yeah. Like oh, really? I like. Yeah. Oh, I do. I have my my. Yeah. Maybe I have it was four them dogs in the podcast could before. Been. Could have been. Shut up! Trying to sleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I think. Yeah, I think. Um, I think knowing when you're gonna die. I don't know. Maybe I would just feel like I would just live my life a little bit fuller. Hmm. If I knew I had less time, that or makes maybe me be so like, easy on myself, maybe a little yeah. more easy. If I knew I had, I was going to live till a hundred. Yeah, I wouldn't feel like I had to do so much in such a short period of time. Do you think that you're going to live a long life? Um, I think I'll be my eighties. Okay, hopefully, I don't yeah. see myself dying young. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have envisioned my funeral. Like, if I were to die you know, in, in a week, like what that would look like for my friends and family. And, and I, the stories, like I've fantasized about the stories that they would tell. And, you know, I mean, I have really close relationships with a lot of people that Mm -hmm. like real honest relationships. So I feel like the only thing that would be devastating to me is to leave my kids, not seeing my kids, kids. my kids and my, my husband and my family, like that would be mostly my children that would be Mm -hmm. fucking devastating for me not to be able to and what they would have to go through without having their mom my dad died when I was seven so I get that like Mm -hmm. you know not having that that. Mm -hmm. so um I don't want to do that to my kids yeah 
But, you know, it's like, well, you talk about like, oh, if I found out I had cancer, like, would I tell them? Would I tell anybody? Like, I don't know. Maybe just because I'm in my mid-40s and you start to think yeah. about mortality and, you know, things start yeah. to shift a little bit. Yeah. So it gets easier and it also gets gets harder. You know, mm-hmm. when you're making out your will and you're doing, you know, you're doing that stuff when you have a family, it's like these are just things you kind of have to think about. You, think you about. don't want to leave a mess for everybody else to clean up, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Well, this podcast is taking a totally yeah. different turn. <laughs> um, let's get back to some sex questions. Let me see. What do we have here? I'm like, whoa, that just got too deep for me. No. That- so. Um, let's see here. Uh, do we do, did we do a horror We question? haven't done. Let's talk about horror movies. Okay, let's talk about it. Um, Who would you have wanted to play like a oh. like big movie that you're. It, horror franchise yeah, related? Yeah. Um, I think it would have been really fun to play like, um, like, uh, like in The Exorcist. Mm. I think that would have been really, really fun to do. Or, or, um, Firestarter. Oh, yeah. Dude. Drew Barrymore. Which they're redoing. I know. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. It's amazing. They're redoing Christine, too. Really? Oh, yes. yes, I just announced it. Yes. Yeah, I just posted it yesterday. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw it in your post. Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh my god. god they're gonna remake they're remaking everything, everything. Everything. What about you? Um, you know, I'm like a poltergeist Carol Ann kind of girl. Cool. So um, okay. I always think of just like young girls. Um Would god, you ever see yourself so tackling, like directing a remake? No. No? No. Mm-mm. Really? Because no. I would love to. Really? Yeah. No. Damn. I'm okay. uninterested. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like they're they're just looked at through a different glasses you know yeah you're just judged you're already i'm already scared enough as is as is yeah because you know everyone's watching so yeah i would i would be a little bit freaked out to have to do that yeah i guess it would be really big shoes to fill for sure but go for it yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know just do it listen if they came to me and offered it to me i probably would have to really think about it because my instinct i'd be like oh god i'm scared but what am i really scared of yeah it's that thing someone that else is going to just do don't it. Don't be scared and live your life. I mean, you see like how we do. Like I'm just have ideas and we're like, fucking do it. Yeah. People are asking about the podcast. Like, where's it going to be? Are you going to do it every week? Who's going to be on your show? And I'm like, we're going to figure it out. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to figure it out as we go because this is this is actually fun. It'll change, right? Yeah. It'll change too, and you guys will be able to tell us what you want, what we need. Like, I want everyone to be involved in the process. Yeah, and that was like another thing that we were also discussing because I mean, this is new for us. We were. Maybe thinking about including phone calls. Yes, I love kind that. of like which I love like Dr. Drew. Yeah. You know, kind of yeah. like that kind of thing. So Sarah Silverman inter- does it too in her podcast. Oh, I, love see, it. I love it, and we can kind of interact. Because I can you. hear your voice mm-hmm. or send in video, then I can see. I mean, it would have helped us too with that question that we yeah. did in, in earlier. I mean, you know, the gentleman could have been like, "Well, we've done this. Yeah. We tried this. You know, it, it kind of like yeah. makes us help like get to like that root of the question and then also like possible video messages that we're able to play and all this you guys can send us video messages dm us right yes send it on instagram can they if we don't follow them i think so oh yeah Mm. so maybe yeah i think you can okay but you just have to like open it up i did start a page for us did you really i did i was thinking about that i was like we need to do an instagram but i don't don't know how oh my phone's 
I'm going to text Morgan and forget <laughs> that I'm using my phone. Um, yes, it's it's talk scary to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a picture of you and I. Obviously, there's no posts yet, but we can post some of the stuff later. Yes. Um, I don't know how to attach your name. It just says, like, you can only like, put in, like, one name. I hit our names together, especially because yours is so fucking long. It was too many letters. Uh, it's, it's Scout Compton. So, Scout Compton, that yeah, could work. Yeah. So we'll, uh, you have to help me figure out how to okay, kind of okay, we'll figure it out. M- maneuver it. Oh, nice. Um, and then I guess they can send their questions in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great, and then we could play it on the show and interact with you guys, or call in, or you know, all that fun stuff. It is launching, guys! It is launching. Woo-hoo. But yeah, I mean, this is like we said before in the podcast. Before we definitely want to include you guys. Like this is for you, for us. So um, let us know what you think that we can do on the show to kind of make it a little bit better, since this is like a newborn baby. Yeah, we're we're, we're here we're to li- figuring listen. it out. We're yes. letting you guys get to know us. We want to get to know you. Yes. Um, and I think, uh, I think that's it yeah, for, for, for this our... episode too. Wow. We discussed SLAA. We discussed <laughs> the person who died in my house. Um, and we discussed what our funerals would look like and what we would do with our life if we knew we were going to die. This is great. It's really interesting. Way different than the first one. I yes. love it. And now we're going to add like crime investigation yes. to our, since now we both love this. It's great. I love it. I can't wait. Uh, well, thank you guys Thanks so much for, for joining and listening. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories if you're brave enough. (laughs) 